Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you this great day. I'm glad you have tuned in to KBXL 94.1, The Voice, and I hope that this message today will have some kind of impact on your life. I'm going to be sharing the next few days out of a out of a book that I just recently read. It's called The Uncommon Leader, 31 Keys for Unlocking Your Greatness by Mike Murdoch. I really enjoy I'm going to share some excerpts out of that and talk about some of the principles for the next few days. I've been kind of on a reading spree lately, been reading books again like I used to, and I'm really glad to get back into it because it helps me, helps me think, it opens my mind, and I just want to be everything God has called me to be and to learn and grow. Even at my age, I want to learn and grow, and I want all of us to grow in the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this radio station, Lord. I so appreciate KBXL and the ownership and the leadership here. Bless them abundantly. And God, open our hearts and minds to truth. Thank you for people like Mike Murdoch and others that have breathed into us. But more importantly, thank you for Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who has come into our life and given us a joy and happiness and a future. Bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to talk about kind of staying in the center of what you love the most. Do what you do best in your life. You know, some people uh, are, are tremendous workers as far as physical labors. Sometimes there's people that have the gift of handiwork. They can fix or do anything. I've got a friend that uh, he work, helps us at the church a lot and home. His name is Denton, and he he can fix and do about anything. It's amazing watching him him work. I never had that gift, and maybe it's because I didn't work at it. Now, my wife, she can put things together. Man, if I put her a model car out there or put something, I haven't done that, but I'm sure she would put it together, and it'd be perfect and beautiful. You know, if we get some kind of new appliance or new kind of something needs figured out, she will figure it out. She has a gift at that. Well, I think my gift comes maybe from my my father and my mother is, is you know, I, I try to be very happy. I try to be very upbeat and very positive. Sometimes I'm not as positive as I should be. I start seeing the, the bleak part of things. But, you know, our work should produce joy. The things we do should produce joy. You know, in fact, uh, Ecclesiastes 3.13, the great Solomon said, And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is a gift of God to enjoy the good of all his labor. Your joy is determined by doing what you love. And this is Mike Murdoch says, and he's certainly right. Jesus is associated with fishermen. He talks to Tax collectors, doctors and lawyers, and religious leaders were regular in his life, but he never wavered his focus. And folks, that's what we have to do. I've been learning more and more of some other things I've been reading this week, along with the Word of God, that we must stay focused on the things of God. The Bible says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. That's Acts chapter 10, verse 38. He knew his mission. He knew what God had for him. 
And, you know, one of my missions is, man, I want to live in the joy of the Lord. There's some Bible verses dealing with joy that I want to share with you right now, because I think it's something that we need to focus on is joy, because we got a world around us that you you look at the news, you don't, you're not very joyful because it just is very frustrating. But that's the enemy trying to get to us, trying to uh, cause issues in our life. You know, the Bible, Philippians 4, 4, everybody knows this one because it's so short. Rejoice in the Lord always. He say, I say it again, rejoice. He was trying to emphasize the importance of rejoicing, the importance of, importance of looking at the positive. And Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that the power of the Holy Spirit may abound in and give you hope. And then Galatians 5, 22 and 23, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, must gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. And then finally, the last verse I'll share is John 16, 24. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you receive that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. The question I have for you in your life, is your joy full? What makes you joyful? Is it spending time with your friends or your spouse or your family? Is it spending time doing things you so enjoy, like fishing or like in my case, going to football or basketball games? What is your joy? You know, God sent Jesus and Jesus knew his mission. Some people take jobs because they are convenient or close to their home, you know, and some just work lifelong jobs and they're miserable. You know, somebody said, why have you worked that many years? You know, and they said, well, because it's only 10 minutes from my house, she replied. And in three years, I receive a gold watch. <laughs> I didn't want to leave too early and miss my gold watch. Oh, man. Why people do what they do. So what do you have a love for? What do you love to do? Do you love going to sports games? Go. Enjoy. But ask God to use you. With people sitting around you, I've had more opportunity over the many years to talk to people and share with them the love of Jesus from just being around them. Use it for his glory. You know, what do you love to talk about? Well, I love talking about sports. I love talking about food. I love talking about Jesus. You know, then let's talk about it. We doesn't mean we don't have to talk about the other things, but let's talk about Jesus. What would you rather hear about than anything else on earth? What would you rather hear about? Would you want to hear about someone's story, how they came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? How they gave up their old life and they came to a new life in Him? What would you do with your life if money was not a factor? What would you do? I was thinking about the other day, because I was reading another book. It was by an author, I just... His name has slipped me, but he worked under Dave Ramsey, and he wrote a book on retirement. And I was reading that book, and it was just talking about having enough and income. And But one of the things was the joy of giving. And you know what a joy it is to give to people. I've told you many times about how fun it is to drop off uh, cookies or pastries at a, at a business or something and just encourage people about buying someone's coffee that's behind you going through a going through a uh, black rock or a or a human being or a dutch bros or whatever you might whatever you might like but just showing the love to someone else
You know, it's kind of fun is going through. I used to do this more often, but I'm trying not to drink as much being away at coffee is uh, going through and taking donuts to the workers at some of these places. They so appreciate that. And it's, it's just fun to do. You know, I given of ourselves, what is brings you joy? I think joy in in my family's case and my certainly in my dad's case was just loving people was just loving people and being there for them and showing them that he really cared. I can't tell you how many tears were shed that my dad shared when people would tell them their story and he would just cry and he would pray for them. And the Spirit of God would just take him and it would be the movement of the Spirit would be so powerful that people's lives were touched because he responded to what he was good at. And that was sharing the joy of the Lord and being happy. You know, I just I just think if we can be happy in our lives, we can reach a lot of people. People are going to know why we're so happy. What makes you happy? Well, Pastor Tom, what makes you happy? Well, I'm happy because I ser- I've been serving at a great church. I'm in my 36th year at Cloverdale Church of God, and I love the folks at church. I love them dearly. They treat me like gold, and I just love to see them. I love walking around on Sunday morning. And I try to visit every single person I can come in contact with. I go through the sanctuary. I just want to greet them all because I care for them. And I'm so glad they're in the house of God. I have a friend, one of my friends uh, in the church. I have, well, they're all friends, but one of them that I spend some time with, his name is uh, Larry Bolt, his son, Austin, I had on the radio with me. He's a Boise State football player. But Larry, I'm telling you something. He has been in the church for Man, 25 years. But I'm telling you what, if Sunday, I mean, he just has to be out of town if he's not in service. The last several weeks, he's gone whitewater rafting on Sunday. But guess what? He comes to the first service, and then he goes whitewater rafting. I told him Sunday, I said, Larry, you're one of the most faithful people that I've ever been around. He's just faithful to the things of God, and he seeks God for his wisdom. Now, he would tell you he's not a perfect man. Anybody knows Larry probably knows that. But I can tell you what, his influence and what he's done and his kids and his wife, you know, they love being in the house of God. It's just such an inspiring thing to see people who take it very seriously. Because most of you know, in the last 10 years, the average church attendance has gone down from about 3.4 times a month to two times a month. Regular attenders, even tithers, come about two times a month to church because they feel like they don't have to be in the house of God. They can worship any anywhere. They can watch them online or watch church online. Whatever. Well, yeah, you can. And, you know, that's between you and God. But church attendance around the world is failing because people now have they've put other priorities in front of the fellowship of believers. I believe in the fellowship of believers. Now, I believe we need to go on vacation. I need to, be, need to be away, and I don't fault anybody for camping in beautiful weekends and this and that. But I do know, man, if I'm in town, I want to be in the house of God. I want to be with people in fellowship. I love people. It brings me joy to talk to people. It brings me joy to come into this radio station. This morning I came in, I spent uh, over 30 minutes talking to Beth, our owner, just in her office talking about life. And I'm telling you what, it was just a joy. It's just, it lifts me up. People, let's do what it takes to be people who do what God would have us do and stay in the center of what you love the most. 
What is it you love the most? My hope is it's Jesus Christ. If it's not, it can be. And you know what? Around that, everything else will fall into place. You can do the things you enjoy. Don't think you have to get rid of things. Just make sure Jesus is a part of it. Lord bless you. Hope your day is certainly filled with great joy. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.